Hey girl, hey, welcome to another episode of Good Girl, Bad Situation. I'm your host, Dark Fetish. And tonight, let me tell y'all, man, tonight episode is about us trying to figure out how long is really too long to stay in a relationship that's not good for you. And you know me. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. I have a lot to fucking say. And I wouldn't express my feelings if I haven't been through it. Trust me, we all been through it. You know, we sometimes think that because we look good or we make a certain amount of money or we got certain type of friends or live in certain type of neighborhoods or drive certain type of cars that motherfuckers is not going to try us, to be honest. We the ones they mainly try. You get what I'm saying? They come for us the most. And although we good people, we seem to get stuck in fucked up situations like this one. So, besides that, I hope everybody is doing good. I've been getting a lot of feedback and love, and I really appreciate anybody that has taken the time to listen to my podcast. I really do. It means a lot to me. Um, this is something that I'm going to continue doing because, hey, we all have been there. We all go through it and we all can't always reach out to people and tell our business to people um, because we really don't trust people like that. So I'm hoping that the podcast really touch you and you enjoy them and you get something out of it. And at the end of the day, you you laugh, you giggle, you move on from whatever it is that you going through. So. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that you sh- if you are in a toxic relationship, you should be tired of being dragged through the mud, okay? I mean, you could be with somebody and not necessarily feel that they are loving you the right way. You get what I mean? Everybody comes to a point where they feel that way. But the thing that we do mostly is that we tend to want to change them. We tend to want to hold on. But the thing is, is that we do have reasons of why we hold on so much. I get it. I get it. You get what I mean? I know the reason why you don't want to leave. And we're going to talk about that. So the first reason why we don't leave is because of age. That is one of the main reasons why we don't leave toxic situations and why because we don't leave a relationship that we've been in for so long. You get older. You start thinking, well, hell, I'm in my 30s. I'm in my 40s. I'm in my 50s. Shit, I'm not about to do this shit all over again. That'd be our first motherfucking excuses that we're not going to do it all over again. Y'all make age a factor. Y'all make y'all weight a factor. The way you look. And I'm going to tell y'all this. Anybody can love you. As long as you love yourself, that's the main thing. Never feel like because you're not pretty enough or because you're not an Instagram model or you're not getting a lot of likes on Facebook, you're in a situation that you don't want to be in. You don't have to. As long as you love yourself enough, somebody else will see that. And, and it's, it's, it's true. Trust me. Another factor is that is, is money. The reason we don't leave toxic relationships is because of money. Sometimes you be with somebody that is um, the head of the household and they making all the money. 
and you just don't want to get out there and live on your own and not have responsibility, especially if they paying the motherfucking bills. <laughs> especially if they paying the motherfucking bills. <laughs> no, for real though. My problem was, um, man, them fucking hustlers, I tell you. I love me a motherfucking hustler. I mean, they make their own money. They don't ask you for no money. They drive their own shit. You know what I'm saying? They keep up with they self. You know, they take care of their business. All nine of they motherfucking kids. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I was. Let me rephrase that. I was a sucker for hustlers. But, you know, I just like that they drive their ambition. Um, and they sex. They sex. I don't know what it is about a hustler. I don't know. They just, they put it down in the bedroom. And, you know, when you got that chemistry like that, you like, you know what I'm saying? No, fuck all that shit. But I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But another thing um, why we don't leave toxic relationships is because of our children. You know, sometimes you have children, your baby daddy, you want to stay together uh, for the kids. But at the end of the day, fuck them kids. And let me tell you why. A kid will... A ki- kids watch everything that you do. You know what I mean? Kids watch every little step that you do. So you can't think about the kids in toxic situations. You have to think about yourself so that way you can take care of your kids. But we're going to talk about um, the kids later on. But for right now, I'm just going through the list of why we mainly don't leave toxic relationships. And, you know, one of the main reasons I hear people say is because we got children together. Well, fuck them kids. You got to take care of yourself so you can take care of the kids. And if you're toxic, you ain't going to be able to take care of them anyway. But we are going to get into that in just a little bit. All right, but besides that, all the things that you are making a factor, the person who's out there looking for you is not trying to, um, is not judging you at all that. They don't care if you have money. They don't care if you have a weight problem. They, someone is out there praying for you right now, but you can't get to them because you, you, um, you stuck in slavery. You're still being a slave. Anytime you in a place that you don't want to be, you are a fucking slave. That's what that's what slaves did. They was in play. They was in these slave camps and was getting they they um they was getting raped and beat on and mistreated, and they couldn't leave. Some and some of them got used to it that they stayed. You get what I mean? So they, because they were so used to that toxic relationship. So in, in my shit, if you in a toxic relationship and you too scared to get out of it, you might as well call yourself a slave. And we don't have time in 2019 to be no goddamn slave. I mean, we, we got to look at life at a different perspective. You get what I mean? No one is going to find you and treat you the way you need to be treated if you're stuck in a situation that you want to be in. You're not going to find better by being stuck there. You got to understand that someone is praying for exactly what you have. Whew. I had to take a deep breath there. Also, <clears throat> we have to start learning how to um, teach. I keep trying to tell people this all the time. We are too afraid to teach. We want, we, we assume that our our husband, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, 
should already know how to treat us. No, because everybody is fucking different. Stop assuming that that people should just know how to treat you. They don't. You have to teach them. You have to tell them. You have to show them. Um, another reason why I say that is that it's kind of like, so just put it this way. You give you, your man give you money. He says, go to the store, get whatever you want to eat. You go do that. You come back with the groceries, you give it to him. Now, these are everything about you. You just hand it over to him. So picture this being your feelings. Everything that you handed to, that's about you, you hand it over to him. Now he has all the ingredients to you. And what did he do? He don't know what the fuck to do with the uh, ingredients. He assumed you're going to put the ingredients in, uh, the ingredients together, which you do, while he's sitting on the couch. And then you go hand it to him. And then what do he do? He wastes food and don't even eat it. You have to teach them how to be in the kitchen, how to cook. You have to teach them how to love you. And the ones that's not teachable and don't want to learn shit, they turn toxic. And then you get used to being treated that way and years and years and years and years and years um, pass by. And you still see, you still feel the same way you felt about this person two years ago that you still feel about them seven years down the line. And if you still feel a certain type of way, then there was, I mean, you just piling pain on top of pain on top of pain. So when you really think about it, if you don't know, if you want to use years as an excuse for not leaving a toxic relationship, it really don't make sense. Because you piling pain on top of pain on top of pain on top of pain. Don't use a years as an excuse. You get what I mean? Use it as light. You get what I mean? Use it as light and motivation. You get what I mean? Years pass so fast. It blinks before your eyes. And you get to being around a person that's not taking you nowhere. Y'all not traveling. Not getting. We got kids. We got bills and all that other stuff. I understand that. But you have to even teach them of what's going on in your life or things just become toxic and then everything is so cold. Do you know how many people I know that live with their husband or their boyfriend or whatever you want to call it and they live together but they're not even together? They're not even together. They sleep in separate rooms. They still pay the bills. They still there for the kids, but they ain't together. They can go out, leave, whenever you want to. You coming in and leaving, whatever the fuck you want to. If that shit ain't toxic enough to leave, you know what I mean? Like my mom used to say, you can do bad all by yourself, and that shit is very, very true. That's when... You have a mental state that can turn into something else. And we too beautiful and we cherish life too much for that. So that's another thing too. You don't, when things start to get toxic, things can get way toxic. And then things that you think that are normal is actually fucking with your mind, your soul, and your body. You're not eating, you're not exercising like you used to. You're not going to the doctor like you used to. You're not taking care of the kids like you used to. 
And you out of all things is the most important. It ain't the man. It ain't your kids. It's you. Because if you're not taking care of you, you're not going to be able to take care of anybody else. And that's no lie. So we got to stop looking at the years as an excuse and more like a sign. And I understand the feeling is normal and you deserve to be happy. But if you ignore the feeling as much as you do, you're not going to never get where you need to be as far as the other half of who you are. And that's another thing that I want to talk about. We talk our other half, which is our other self out of what we need to be doing so much. We got to stop doing that because that other half needs to come join you and make you as a whole. You will only understand that nothing is easy. Nothing is easy. Any journey that you take is going to be difficult, but the one that you have to take that involves your mind, your mentality, your spirit, that's the hardest one. That is the hardest one, but I'm telling you, once you get your feet wet, you're able to do anything. Once you get your feet wet, you're going to jump into that pool. Once you get your feet wet, you're going to, you know, take off. So don't ever feel that you can't do it, but you got to train your mind to do it as you do telling your mind all that negative shit. Trust me, you already know deep down inside if the shit is toxic or not. If it's tossing now, you already know your inner self is already telling you that. The thing is, is you have to tell the other half that so y'all can come together and be a whole and say, hey, I have enough strength and it's time. Okay. And that's, that's difficult. Okay. And so another thing that I want to, you know, talk about is, you know, another reason why we seem to stay in, in toxic relationships is what I mentioned, you know, earlier is the emotions. Your partner know your emotions, your goals, what you want, what makes you mad, what makes you cry. They know all that stuff about you. You know what I mean? And not to mention the sex, because like I said earlier, that'd be the main thing. And we so content of what they may do when we're not around or they may find somebody else. You got to stop telling yourself that negative shit remind yourself of why you left his ass or left her ass stop thinking about the next person that's gonna grab that up you're not always gonna be a blessing in somebody's life but the last thing that we do i mean us women we're not gonna sit up there and be like we're not gonna meet somebody and be and they be like hey you know uh why did you decide to go out on a date though? Uh, why did you decide to go out on a date with me? We're not going to sit back and be like, oh yeah, um, you know, I'm just here to teach you a lesson, you know. I don't want shit out of life. And, uh, you know, I'm just here to fuck shit up in your life and drive you crazy for about six to eight months to a year. And, you know. After that, you know, I go my way and you go your way. No one. <laughs> I don't know, but I do be feeling that way, though. Sometimes I feel like motherfuckers do just come in your life to fuck with you, but our intentions, our intentions are not to do that. I mean, come on. We don't just meet people and be like, oh, I'm just here to fuck up your life. Shit. Sign me up. You know what I mean? So, 
we gotta be, you know, careful, you know, with how we ignore and don't acknowledge the things that we should when things are toxic. Because the things that that's most toxic is what we're used to. And that's not no lie. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> yeah, I dated a guy that every time we got into it, he just thought the only thing he had to do was um, give me a massage and go down on me. I'm like, dude, nigga, that does not fix everything. Well, you can go do that shit, but I'm still be mad. I used to look at him and be like, shit, you can do that shit, but I'm still be mad when you come up from this motherfucker just to... <laughs> Just so you know, shit. I, you know, I'll take it since you offer. <laughs> no, I'm just fuck with you. Actually, I'm not, but um, real shit, though. <laughs> real shit, real shit. Um, <laughs> I got fucking issues, y'all. Okay, so next we're going to talk about what y'all was mentioning earlier is that who's watching you is really important. You know what I mean? You have to remember who's watching you. So now the most importantly, we're going to talk about the kids because who ain't got motherfucking kids? Who ain't got kids? Shit. Kids is fucking everywhere. Um, And, you know, you, I remember the shit that, you know, my mom used to say. She used to be like, um, do as I say, not as I do. Or that other bullshit she used to say. Um... Stay in a kid's place. Let me tell you why that shit is bullshit now. It wasn't at the time. It wasn't at the time because my mom didn't play when it comes to ass weapons. But I did have to watch my dad abuse my mom and growing up. And so I used to, you know, try to ask her questions, you know, why, you know, is dad doing this? Why is he doing that? And that's how she used to shut me up. You know, stay in a kid's place. You do as I say, not as I do type of shit. And I'm like, hey, I mean, now... Looking back on it, you know, I was only trying to help my mom, but she kept me away from that shit. And I'm going to just tell y'all this. I know kids should stay in a kid's place. and They should do as you say. But when you're going through certain things, they are watching you so motherfucking closely. Like, my kids, I can't even, I don't even breathe my own air. My kids watch me so much. I'm breathing their motherfucking air because they always in my goddamn face. I love them, but damn, I can't do shit. Not a motherfucking thing. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I mean, it could bite you in the ass. It could bite you in the ass. Um, because kids, they can take you being hurt, mistreated, or abused. They, they can take seeing it. But what they're really looking for is the result in how you handle it. Because if they constantly say, damn, this man hitting on mom, but mom seems okay with it. She all right? She walking around? She's still twerking and cooking, you know? We're still on the game. She's still in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't funny, but I'm just telling you how kids think. Because as kids, that's all we didn't. We knew shit was fucked up in the household, but it's, mom was motherfucking getting through it. So we didn't look at it as anything being really wrong. We just knew, you know, sometimes 
you know, daddy had to put hands on her, but, you know, mom seemed cool with it, so obviously, you know, if I grow up, you know, if somebody put their hands on me or if I need to put my hands on somebody else, they better be as strong as my mom. I'm telling you, kids think logic like that. They do. And me, I am a prime example. I can honestly say I don't know what a good man is. Ain't had one. But what I do know is that I know what a bad one is. You know what I mean? Because I've been around majority of my life. I grew up with, you know, men being around my life that was just not good to women or they was not good to me. And, you know, it takes a strong woman to come out of that. And I thank God every day for that shit. I really do. This shit could have been motherfucking worse. I could have been a shit, uh, yeah, I could not be doing these podcasts right about now being, you know what I'm saying, behind bars. <laughs> I am not joking. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Take care of this nigga. We explain later, but, um. No, for real though, so just pay attention to how you react to certain things. It's really important to show your kids your strength to be like, you know, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker is doing this, mistreating me, stressing me out. Hell falling out. <laughs> oh shit, I need to stop watching movies. I was watching Diary of a Mad Black Woman the other day when she said that shit. I just can't get that shit on my head. Because I felt that shit. But um, anyway, so. We just want to make sure that we are showing our kids our strength. You know, um, I always talk to my kids about what it, what is taking place and what's going on. Like, hey, he was doing X, Y, Z. He was mistreating me. I got to move around. You get what I mean? I, I'll tell my daughter, i tell my son, it's like, hey, this is not how you treat a woman. This is not how you let a man treat you. You get what I mean? Because if they constantly see you um, going through shit, they're going to feel like it's okay. Now, have my children seen me go through some shit? Hell yeah, but I guarantee you they have seen a positive result from that shit. You get what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I don't want my kids to be like, well, you did it. Because th- that's another thing, too. You don't want you don't want your kids to grow up, and that's going to be their only excuse. Kids always want to throw shit back in your motherfucking face. Like, no, nah, because, like, no, nah, we're going to settle this shit fair and square right motherfucking out. You get what I'm saying? You can't be doing shit like that. This is not the way life works. Um, off topic, but the other day, I think this was, like, last week, my daughter, one of my daughter's friends called her out her name. And, you know, I let her know right then and there, this is not what we do. You never let a man or a boy call you out your name and you be okay with it. You adjust that, you correct um, the way he's speaking to you and let him know you're not the one to play them games. Because it starts at that age. I don't want my daughter, even and even if he was playing, I didn't give a fuck that he was playing. It starts there. Shit can get toxic just that quick. Just because um, your daughter or your child thinks someone playing with them is okay for, the, for them to um, be called out of their name. Like, nah. But anyways, 
So we got to show our kids when we going through stuff to resolve our stuff. If we don't look weak, it's not that we look weak by doing it. You actually look stronger and you build their confidence like, damn, if, if somebody mistreat me, I see my mom get through. So I know I can get through and I'm not going to let no man or no girl um, disrespect me. So, I mean, just think about it um, that way. Because what you don't want, and a lot of mothers do, they'll let their kids grow up and be fucked up just because they was, wasn't um, strong enough to leave certain relationships. And they'll just be like, well, I went through it. You can go through it. There be some fucked up mamas like that. Don't be that mama. Don't be that mama that... uh you don't just let your kids go through bullshit because you went through bullshit. Don't be on that precious shit. Come on now. I don't even think anybody is worse than her ass. But you get where I'm going. Shit is just fucked up. But, yeah, we got to do better with that. Okay, yeah, we, so we don't want our kids to go through the same shit that we do. Um, because I'm telling you. They, they will throw that shit back in your face. And so, another thing, too, is that um, I'm going to go back to the teaching thing when I say that not only are you teaching someone, it's okay for you to teach someone how to love you. Don't assume that someone knows how to treat you because you, everybody is different. Every individual is different. So, even if you've been with a person for a long time... Even if you've been married, don't assume that person um, to just assume to know how to take care of you. You got to speak up. Y'all talk in the motherfucking bedroom when he waxing that ass, when when he making that pussy, <laughs> when he making that pussy talk. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all be talking to him then. Y'all talk to each other then. Y'all need to talk to each other about other shit. I'm telling you it'll help. And what do I know? No, I've never been married, but shit. I've been in long-ass relationships with, shit, after a certain amount of year, I just consider that shit because that shit is ridiculous. I mean, a ring don't mean shit. You know, motherfuckers stay together for a long time and don't even be married. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's the fucking truth. Um, so, back to what I was saying about, um, you know, you have an audience and don't think that you're not a great teacher. You speak lessons into everything that you're going uh, through with your children and build that relationship with them. Because as they get older, it'll make them want to come talk to you more. Shit, I got two teenagers, um, 14 and 19. So shit, I'm, I'm the youngest um, out of my family of girls, but I have the oldest children, so everything that my oldest sisters are going they're not going through stuff with their teenage kids just yet but I'm already going through that which is cool because um you know they they teach me too we we learn from each other and another thing is that you with teaching the life lessons that you go through to them um it helps your household because when you going through toxic shit one thing parents tend to do is they walk around mad they walk around on eggshells they yelling at the motherfucking kids they blame the kids for shit that they ain't got shit to do with you know what I mean they depressed um no you gotta you gotta not do that you know what I mean cause your kids see you angry and trust me your kids know why you fucking angry 
they know why you're angry. So, you know, you got to try to wrap them into what's going on to a certain extent. I'm not telling I'm not saying tell them detail from detail, but you know the basics. So they didn't have an understanding. So <laughs> man oh man oh man this topic is crazy but you know I had to it, it took me a minute this podcast was supposed to have been posted last week but I had so much shit to say about this one that I kept adding and adding things um, to it and you know because I really had a lot to say and I wanted to make sure that all the feelings were met out there but um again so so let's talk about you know a few more things so another thing is that with a being in a toxic relationship you should not be dealing with you know the same shit you know what i'm saying you're still dealing with the same shit after all these years this shit is toxic i know um i saved the best for last um, fuck that. Fuck being scared and leaving you. I mean, you as a person is more important than anything else on this earth. But I, the main thing why we don't want to leave the toxic relationship and I save the best for last because, come on now, y'all know this one. It's not sex. It's not money. It's not your weight. I mean, those are, those are the things that I mentioned earlier, but what is the main thing you think of? Okay. So I'm going to tell you, it's being alone. Don't nobody want to be alone. And that's understandable. But first of all, when you have God as a part of your life, you are never alone. When you have your children, you're never alone. You get what I mean? As long as you feed in your mindset and the positive things, I, I say this all the time, ask God what you want and be pacific. Let him know, hey, I'm not strong. I can't do this on my own. I do need to leave this nigga after being with him for so many years and married for so many years, X, Y, Z. I do need to leave him after being with him for just two days or three months or six weeks. So being alone is not that bad. Let me tell you why being alone ain't that bad. First of all, you get to figure out what the fuck you want. But best of all, you get motherfucking time to yourself without that headache being around. If you really think about it, I'm going to say it again. You get motherfucking time by yourself while that motherfucker is not around. Enjoy your motherfucking time. Enjoy time to yourself. You know what I mean? Stop talking yourself out of what's true. Feed your mind with what's better for you. And you can do that, but that does take time. But I understand some people don't want to do it because it's a whole huge big responsibility that comes from themselves. You get what I mean? It is a big responsibility. But don't forget the reason you want to exit the situation. And if and if and if you leave the situation and they change, so be it. So be it. So fucking be it. So fucking be it. People, people are so concerned about stopping other people's journey. They don't want to leave. He might find better. He might do better. And so what? That's the motherfucking goal is to get him out your hair. Obviously, you ain't it. You hear what I mean? And to be honest, um, 
half the time, they don't motherfucking change. Let's just be honest. They don't change. They don't. So, I mean, fuck all that. The truth always comes out. And half the time, people don't want to leave because of how they may look. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? You look stupid staying. Stop looking stupid. You know what I'm saying? I always tell my kids, if if I'm stupid, if you stupid, I'm stupid. So it goes the same thing for them. So, hell, we in this shit together, especially uh, when you got kids. And so, um, it, so, to be honest, let's wrap this up here. How long is too long? There is no such thing as a time limit. I don't, I think your time depends on yourself. And, but what I'm going to tell you is stop wasting even more time. I don't give a damn if you just met this person and y'all just start kicking it and y'all in it for a few weeks. If you ain't, if you ain't feeling it, exit. I don't give a damn if you known this person for a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, 10 years up. Keep going down. Leave. It's easier said than done. Yes, I know, but... How long, how much longer do you really have to? So, no. How long is too long is however you motherfucking feel. And remember, don't stress your motherfucking face. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm about to head out. And remember, it is what it is.